All right, let's do this. New session. Let's roll. Everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs and the internet. Information you want, want all the help you need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. No, not bad editing. I intended to do that. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. This is Your Tech Life. If you've got a tech question and you want some help with it, well, there's one simple thing you can do. You can go to the website and you can send me an email and I will get you on the show and we'll have a chat and try and help you out. Uh, that's what we do here each and every week. Um, and hopefully we help people. If I can't help you, I'll do my darnest to find someone who can. That's the whole point of the show. Um, I do the same thing every weeknight on Talking Lifestyle in uh, Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane and now in Perth on digital radio. Um, so if you're listening around 8 o'clock Sydney time, 6 o'clock Perth time, uh, tune in on Talking Lifestyle. Talking Technology is the name of the show. But this show here already still has more episodes than that one. This is episode 373. Sorry as I gargle my way through the afternoon. Lovely to have your company here on episode 373. A few things to talk about tonight. I want to tell you what, what I did in Las Vegas on the weekend. I want to give a warning to parents whose kids play Xbox. I think it's it's not. I'm not trying to um, tell them tell them to stop. I just want to let you know what can go on and what's happening on the Xbox. We'll talk NBN. We'll talk about new iPhone rumors, uh, and we'll talk about the Tesla Model Three. Um, lots of tech news around. We've got your calls on everything from mobile phones to NBN and uh, even garage door openers. So. A few calls on the line ready to go. We'll get to those shortly as well as the rest of the day's and week's tech news. Uh, and if you don't get all your tech news here, then you can get more of it at uh, Two Blokes Talking Tech, the weekly podcast with myself and Stephen Fennick. Uh, happy to help you out with all the tech news right there. Um, Stephen and I do our own podcast every week. This is mine, your tech life. And it's thanks to the good people at Garmin, Satellite Navigation, GPS Technology, Alcatel, uh, the mobile phones, uh, and some great new mobile phones coming from Alcatel, available at Vodafone, and Trend Micro, internet security, um, keeping you safe online on your computer. So get them installed, buy them now, support the companies that support your tech life. Let's get techie. It might sound crazy what I'm about to say. But Trevor Long's the world's best techie. still laugh when I hear it. I know you're sick of it, but bad luck, really. <clears throat> now, a couple of emails, uh, reviews. Uh, Colin sent me an email about Dave's call last week, and it's a very good email, Colin, and you're you're much more spot on than I. Um, Dave had a question about ABC iView and SBS not being on the Apple TV, the earlier generation Apple TV. <laughs> and Cole says, rightly, he says, either Dave is confused or I am. My memory is that neither the Apple TV 2 or 3 had direct ABC or SBS apps, though they did have Netflix, Stan and 10 Play baked in. Getting direct access to the ABC and SBS apps on the Apple TV 4 through the new App Store function 
um, was a big driver for me purchasing the new Apple TV. So I think Colin's spot on, to be honest. Spoke to a mate of mine at SBS, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, he, he was more than a million percent confident they never had an SBS app. So perhaps the previous occasion Dave watched the ABC on his old Apple TV was via AirPlay. Although Dave mentioned that he could not do this now because he'd installed iOS beta on his phone. So I think Dave was as confused as I am. And I think, Colin, you are spot on, my friend. Thank you for reaching out. And I appreciate the uh, feedback. If you've got feedback about something I say or a call or a question and you can help, just go to the website, eftm.com. Happy to help and uh, receive your email. Um, always lovely to hear and read uh, listener ratings and reviews on the iTunes store. Uh, if you are using iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Open up the iTunes score, find, store, find the podcast, Your Tech Life, and leave a rating. Five star, four star, three star. If you're going to do anything less than that, just don't bother. Uh, and hopefully review. Now, this is a curious one. This is a curious one because it's four stars. Now, that um, that hurts because I've got 199 five stars and eight four stars. Now, there are uh, one, three star, two, uh, three two stars, and one one star. If I recall rightly, one or two of those are complete narcs. And the others were when this show transitioned from being a radio show to being a podcast. And I didn't really find my groove. I was doing like 10-minute shows. I'm talking like five or six years ago. So it's going back a bit. Um, So this um, podcast review on iTunes is titled, Don't Read This If You Enjoy This Podcast. All right, I think he's left four stars just to get your attention. Now, it's by Crucial Virus. Interesting name, Crucial Virus. And the, uh, the review is this. Now that I shamelessly dragged you all in, I'll come clean. This is one of the only places to go. This is one of the only places to get genuine listening of all tech news before you read about it on news.con, C-O-N, in brackets, no spelling error. <laughs> Regardless of their sponsorship, if you're interested in what is in tech right now, you need to subscribe. It's the only way to get an honest opinion of real products and tech as it evolves. Each week I tune in. The only constructive criticism is that it needs to be daily. Thanks for the help, Paul. Paul, mate. Are you taking the piss? <laughs> okay. Sorry. Uncle Trev said a naughty word. But, mate, okay, this, if you haven't noticed, it's been hard to keep this up weekly <laughs> over the last couple of months. Um, I do a daily radio show, which is talkback and news and information on technology, which you can also subscribe to, and I would happily have you there. Um, just search Talking Technology on iTunes or Pocket Cast. There are two versions of that show. Uh, podcast. There's a podcast stream that is just the interviews. So to be honest, if you're a regular listener to this, I think the interviews is probably the one to subscribe to because that's going to be completely unique content. Whereas the full show podcast, which is a separate podcast you can download, uh, the Talking Technology Full Show Podcast, it's currently featured on iTunes. If you want to find it, just go to the iTunes store and look under the, the featured banner at the top. Um, that's so There'll be some repetition there, repetition about what I say here. Repetition uh, for two blokes talking tech um, and also calls. So if, if you're not into the calls as much, then you know, it's, hey, do what you like. But always happy to hear what you're what you're watching, what you're listening to, uh, and which ones you choose not to. I don't mind. I'm cool with that. I'm down with it as long as you're listening to something of mine. I'm okay with it. Uh, but thank you, Crucial Virus, i.e. Paul, for your review. Even though it's, I, I assume you've deducted a star because it's weekly and not daily. So. <laughs> I don't think that's a fair deduction of stars. I'll be honest with you. So I have rated your review as not helpful. (laughs) So um, thank you. Thank you, Paul. Really appreciate it, mate. And if you can leave a rating, it would be greatly appreciated because it's just nice. That's all. It's just nice to read them. I'm not going to lie. I went to a party on the weekend. 
I went to Las Vegas to a party. Now, it, after the two and a half, three days there, it all made sense to me why I was invited to a party. Now, I'm a fat bloke. I'm not a beach bum. I'm not a beach goer. Pool parties, not the kind of thing I'd go to normally. But the people from JBL invited me to JBL Fest, which is a which was to be a three-day party at the Hard Rock Casino in Las Vegas, and I willingly went. Now, I'll be honest, I assumed that there'd be some tech revealed there, and I'd get to see it and write about it. But I arrived, um, and the people I was with were happy, joyful, and enjoying their time, as you do in Las Vegas. Um, we went to, the first event was a, uh, a party uh, hosted by Quincy Jones award-winning Grammy producer, just unbelievable uh, musical talent. Um, this party was at a nightclub. So I don't go to nightclubs. It was exactly as I imagined nightclubs. Lo noisy, hard to hear anyone, busy, hard to find space. I had a few pineapple juices. I watched the amazing Skylar Grey perform some songs and I left. Went back to my room and I did my radio show in the early hours of the morning and I slept nearly all the next day. Um, and then I went downstairs and there was a pool party on. Now, I'm not a pool body, so I, I walked casually down there. I saw what was on. It was amazing. I've never seen a party like it in my life. Like, every part of the Hard Rock Casino pool had been rebranded. Okay, every part of it. It was amazing. And to be clear, the JBL team have a quite a long-standing partnership with the Hard Rock Hotel in that all the rooms have JBL speakers in them. You can buy earbuds in this rooms. Oh, it's very integrated. But this thing was amazing, and I've put some photos around on it on socials, but it was just so amazingly well done. And they had a stage pumping there. The music was loud. Flo Rider was there. Other people were there I can't name because I don't know them. There were celebrities there from Kendra someone's to Anna someone's and just beautiful, beautiful people uh, and many, many people in the pool having a great time. I enjoyed it. It was amazing, but I watched most of it from afar. And then the next day I was leaving. I left early because I need to be back before Monday to do my radio show. So I missed the final party, which was just another party. It was just another performance dance club thing. So I wasn't massively disappointed to miss that. But I did get taken um, on the last day to see a demonstration of a bunch of Harman JBL products. Now, Harman is a company that's recently been bought by Samsung. And they are one of the biggest audio companies on the planet. And they own the JBL brand, among others. Harman Kardon, all those kind of things. And, oh, I can't even begin to begin to tell you what I saw. Um, I will write about much of it over the days, weeks, and months ahead. But it was mind-blowing. These people have audio ideas, just the ideas that I saw, that will just blow your mind. It is revolutionary what they're doing with audio. And they talked a lot about voice assistants, Google Home, Alexa, uh, Cortana. Um, when Microsoft announced uh, upgrades to Cortana, they also announced a device um, from Harman, which has Cortana built in. And I saw that. Um, the quality of the audio was amazing, and that is what's going to set it apart from Google Home. And that is what's going to be very interesting at the end of the year when Apple's HomePod comes out, just how good is the quality of that audio? Because when a company like Harman's doing audio, don't they do it better than anyone else? So the integration of the smart home through voice assistance and sound through your life. I saw a $20,000 speaker. I saw $100,000 systems. And getting to the point of it, do you know why it was important that I go there?
because it proved to me how damn big this company is. Basically, from my point of view, I'm glad they put on a lavish party because it showed how big a company they are. It showed how important their ambassadors are, Quincy Jones. It showed how big their brand is to consumers because there was customers there. It showed, frankly, how big they are and how much money they have because they were able to throw this massive party. And that's the kind of company you want to you want to understand that they're not in this, you know, at the late end of the game. They've been at this game for a very long time. And when you listen to the quality of JBL speaker, you probably realize that that's, that's the heritage that exists there. So I was a really good familiarity, a way to get familiar with the brand. It was an unbelievable weekend. Jeez, I hope they do it again next year. Um, what happened in Vegas stays in Vegas, folks. Okay, so that's all, all I've said here is all I can tell you, other than the fact that everything else I didn't tell you was basically me sleeping because uh, I'm a very boring person. And I did put some money on roulette and I lost it all, but I don't care. Um, it was an amazing event. Uh, well done to the team at JBL. Um, for those that are into dance, music and parties, you probably have seen reporting of it. It was an unbelievable event. But um, we'll hear more about JBL in the weeks ahead because at IFA in Berlin, um, they're going to announce new products there. So we will um, we'll bring you those as we find out about them uh, over the weeks ahead. They'll be in Berlin in at the end of the month um, as the start of September rolls on for IFA. The big uh, tech trade show. I'll have Rob, my cameraman there. We'll do some video vlogs on YouTube and Facebook for you as well from there. Now, a man of mine, Nathan, uh, got in touch with me um, over the last few days and said, you know what? There's just something weird going on on my Xbox. And it wasn't a bug or anything. It was just he was worried about some of the messages he was receiving. I said, oh, well, show me. And he showed me a look. And then I saw some messages in some Facebook groups about the same thing. And this is frightening stuff. Now, not really frightening for the average Joe, right? Because the average Joe is going to work out what's going on here. But you've got to remember on an Xbox, you can chat. You can have text message chats with people. And a lot of kids will also have this installed on their iPads as well or their laptop computers. So you can have text message chats with your Xbox friends. And... So the messages that were coming through, so a random message from someone called Six Scorpion 1510 or whatever. It's just random names. It says, I got your name from the member search here on this Xbox app because I was bored and looking for new people to talk to. And, you know, they, they quiz you, they, they talk to you and they say, how old are you? They ask you questions and then they say, oh, I'm all done playing COD, Call of Duty. I'm on my summer vacation, really excited about it. I'm still in uni right now. So I really want to enjoy the time off with my friends, you know. And so they're trying to start, start a conversation. And then they say, well, I have an idea if you're up for a little fun. And you might say, well, no, not really. But then they say, I was actually going to get my job, get on, onto my job here. Fortunately, a friend of mine was working online. I kept asking her about it and she showed me what she was doing when I got back to school last fall. And I thought she must be nuts at first, but it's pretty cool, actually. And you might engage with them and they say, you want to hear what it is? You're probably going to laugh. And then they start talking about online campsites. Now, online campsites are... Um, just the utter, you know, arse end of the of the internet, basically. They're pornography. Uh, they're people doing crazy things for money on camera. And this person was basically trying to drag this person in to watch the cameras and then, you know, take their credit card and start billing them for things. Like, that's basically what's, you know, what's, what's behind all this. Now, for the average Joe, you're probably going to go hit report and get rid of it. Spam, gone. But just remember, and, you know, my kids are on Xbox and I've checked the family settings and I'm going to, you know, check that the apps are, are all applicable. But... You need to set up restrictions so that not anyone can message you. So only that 
uh, friends, the people that you've actually added to Xbox can message you. And that again uh, proves the point that you shouldn't be adding everyone. You should only be adding legitimate friends. So you need to have a conversation with your kids that says, do you know what? You can't just add everyone who says hi. You should only add people who you really, really know. And you should be asking your kids questions. Who is that person? What is their real name? Who are they at school? How do you know them? So that you can be sure who they're talking to. Because if they're getting random messages, because you haven't blocked random messages. So there's an online setting you can go into that says, do you want to block messaging? Do you want it to be between, between friends only or everyone? If it's everyone, all they've got to do is guess and just randomly type a, a kid's name, a username, and they're, they're chatting. Or it should just be friends so that it's only people you've approved. If they're too young to understand text message chatting, turn it off completely. Um, I'm not saying turn the Xbox off. It's fine. It's great. Love it. Just crack down on the parental controls that exist within the Xbox and, uh, yeah, try and make it a, um, a safe and secure environment for your kids. Just a little warning, folks. I'm not trying to freak you out. It's just a warning that you need to be careful what's happening on the internet because this kind of crap is going on all the time. So um, take it easy out there. Take it easy on the internet and talk to your kids. Now, the Garmin VivoFit Junior is a great little product. And as you start to lead up to holiday time and Christmas time, start thinking about whether or not a VivoFit Junior is the perfect gift for your kids. $99 comes in five colors. I've seen lots of kids wearing these things lately. They're a great little fitness tracker that doesn't just do fitness tracking. Features a one year or more battery life. So there's no recharging required. It's got a kid-friendly design. It's comfortable, durable, and swim-friendly. It tracks their steps, their sleep, and 60 minutes of daily recommended activity. And the free parental control app includes fun and educational mobile adventures for kids and chore behavior management for parents. The kids can earn coins, which are to be redeemed for agreed-upon rewards by the parents. So it's a great way of making sure your kids are getting done what they're meant to be getting done around the house or in their day. And uh, yeah, really, really cool little product. So check out the Vivo Fit Junior from Garmin. Check it out at garmin.com.au. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Taking your calls on all things technology. If you've got a question about tech and you've got a problem with tech or you just want to have a chin wag about tech, just get in touch. Just go to the website, eftm.com. G'day, Brad. G'day, Trev. How are you, buddy? Good, buddy. How are you? Very well, thanks. Yourself? Yeah, really good. What can I do for you? Um, look, I've just got a question in regards to NBN. Mm. Um, like many people at this point of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a, I, when I was on uh, ADSL, I had a Netgear router which was hooked up to my modem. Yep. And it was, it obviously gave better speed wi- wirelessly than the Telstra supplied modem router. Totally, yep. Um, now I've just got gotten onto NBN uh, with my Republic and I've got, and I've hooked my uh, Netgear router up to the My Republic uh, modem router. Mm-hmm. Um, now, both those routers have got a 2.5, 2.4 gigahertz band and a 5 gigahertz band. Right. Um, but I, I have a query because the only, the Netgear router yep. on the 5 gigahertz and the 2.4 gigahertz band is giving 22 meg download mm-hmm. and about 30 something up. Yep. Um, on the My Republic router, the 2.4 gigahertz is giving the same, 22 meg down. But the 5 gigahertz one on the My Republic is giving me 95. Okay. 
So I'm wondering why the 5 gigahertz on my Netgear router doesn't give me 95 as well. So first and foremost, you're obviously on a 100 slash 40 plan, so you're meant to be getting you know, about, about 90 something and about 30 something speeds. Um, well, it's a ton, it's unlimited, yeah. Yep. Because it's, it's more public. Yeah. Oh no, but in terms of the speed you're getting, um, you, oh, sh- yeah. you should be expecting around ninety three, ninety four down and thirty five up ish, right? Now, have you plugged a computer in to to the My Republic modem and checked what speed you're getting plugged in? Um. Jeez, that's a very good question. No, I no, I haven't. My my guess is when you plug in a computer, you should be getting around 90 to 93 down and 30-something up. Now, if that's the case, then you're absolutely spot on. What you've found is is the vulnerability in Wi-Fi. Now, the reason that you might be getting that speed differential is um, something that Patrick Lowe, the boss of Netgear, told me probably three years ago, and it was that your Wi-Fi network is only as fast as the slowest device connected to it. So what I get you to do on the Netgear Nighthawk, for example, is log into the router and change the password, right? So create a new Wi-Fi password. So then you know that no device is connected to it. And then connect, you've got a a reasonably new mobile phone, do you? Uh, Yes, 7. So connect your iPhone 7 as the only device that's connected to that Nighthawk router at at the 5 gigahertz and do a speed test. Yes, okay. And do the speed test standing right next to it as well because over 10 metres and over 20 metres and over 30 metres, the speed will degrade. So do all these yep. tests pretty much standing in, in the Wi-Fi hotspot, right? Now, I yep. reckon I reckon you'll come back and you'll find the Netgear and 5 gigahertz or 2.4 gigahertz will give you the 90-something down. And then what you do is you connect each device separately, every new device you put on there, just keep doing that speed test. And you'll work out which device it is on your network that's slowing everything else down. Okay. Um, and, and another question related to that then is, like, I've got um, all the uh, the Sonos um, Wi-Fi speakers, the yep. soundbar, the sub, and the two surround, yep. and also the a, a play amp, which yep. I plug into. You're oh, all in on, on, on Sonos. Now, what, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I love them. They're, they're great. But um, what can you relegate those to? A, yes. When, when you're talking about audio... Mm. Does that necessarily need no. high speed? Put that put that on put that on the two point four gigahertz network. Um, now, okay. are, you, are you sharing? Are you doing a lot of Wi Fi streaming so that you're actually sharing between your phone to the Sonos and those kind of things, or are you just controlling the Sonos? Uh, well, the Sonos is all hooked up, so it all runs through the television and yeah. the television okay. remote. But I, I do run the remote off my off my mobile phone. So basically, from my iPhone the, playlist and stuff. if you're using the same router, so the Nighthawk, for example, whether it's the 2.4 or the 5 gigahertz, they act as the same network, right? So that's good. Um, so you, you don't, I would be turning off the Wi-Fi on the My Republic router for a start, so there's no um, interference in your area. So turn off the Wi-Fi right. within the router. And then yep. basically put everything on the 2.4 gigahertz net, net, Netgear network and then just put the things that matter to you most on the 5 gigahertz okay. network. So have you got a smart TV? Yes. That's Ethernet. Yeah. Oh, that's or... plugged in? That's Ethernet? Yeah, I've okay. got about four or five things plugged in. That's good. Leave, um, leave those plugged because in. I've got, because I've got the kids and we've got, say, all up to sort of like about 25 devices, I thought, yeah. and, and this is, I guess, another question, I thought that if I put, say, 12 on one router and mm. 12 on another, that might stop any congestion is that does that work like that or not? in theory it does but also if you're putting um 11 great devices on one network and one crappy one 
the other 11 yeah. slow down. So what you want to do is separate your 12 devices strategically. So okay. that, so, and you know what, go in, if you're, if you're good enough in the back of the router, just change the network name so that the Nighthawk 2.4 gigahertz is called family and the Night, yes. Nighthawk 5 gigahertz is called Brad only. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, that sounds good. Do you know what I mean? And so then you decide yeah. who goes onto that network and, and take every time you add a device to that network, check the speed and make sure it hasn't degraded. But first and foremost... Okay check that it actually is that theory that I'm right, that is, so take everything off the network and just connect your iPhone, see whether you're getting yep. that 92 speed. I think you will end up getting that better speed. Okay, beautiful. All right, buddy. Uh, I feel like I've cost you a bit of money over the years, spending on <laughs> smart things. Yeah, I've got, the, yeah, I've got everything. I've got the Natatmo hubs, the, the Philips Hue, uh, the Arlo's. I've got hubs and Ethernet going up through the roof like you wouldn't believe. But I love it. It's, it's, it's great. Oh, good know? on you, Brad. Um, well, yeah, let me know up. how you go with that Nighthawk test, mate. I reckon that'll do the job. No worries. Will do. Thanks very much for your help, Trev. On you, mate. Back to work. See you, buddy. See you, mate. Cheers. There's Brad. And uh, if you've got a question like Brad, try, we can try and solve it for you. Go to the website, eftm.com. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, your tech, tech life with Trevor Long. So rumours about the iPhone 8 I don't normally bother with, but... Um, there was some good work done by some developers this week. Um, for some reason, Apple released the firmware, which is the software that the that a piece of hardware uses to work. So, you know, firmware exists on a Bluetooth speaker that tells it when you press this button, pair with a phone. When you press this button, turn the volume up. So firmware can be very basic, but can also be very complex. And in something like the Apple HomePod, which is the, the little home speaker they're going to release later in the year, it would be quite complex. So they released this software to developer community for some reason. I don't quite know, maybe to enable the developer community to make great things out of the um, the speaker. Uh, but some developers plotted through the code and had a look to see what it was all about. And they found two interesting things. The first one is references to facial recognition and infrared camera. Now, infrared front camera and facial recognition in the biometric sense means this thing, the next phone, is going to have some form of iris scanning facial recognition. Um, very Samsung-based kind of concept, but um, I'm sure Apple will announce it as a very different product. Um, but that's, I mean, that's not a leak. That's not a rumor. That's information that's been hard-coded into this, this software. And the other one was often in software, they, they create little icons for different devices so that they can be understood which is different and which is which. Well, there's a, there's a device called the D22, which we can only assume is code for the next iPhone, um, that looks very much as per the, the design renders that people have seen, which is this quite, quite tall screen, no home button, um, and, a, and a very different, like the top of the screen isn't straight. It actually has two kind of extra corners around the speaker and the, the camera. So it kind of confirmed a lot, but it was more official confirmation. Very, very interesting. But I'm going to stand by my thoughts that early September, let's say first week, so EFA the Berlin show starts on the first, goes to about the fourth, I would expect that Apple's event will be on the 6th or 7th of September, just if, if history is anything to go by. Now, if that's the case, then I think what they'll announce is an iPhone 7S and an iPhone 7S Plus with enhanced cameras, um, slightly different software, new products, new somethings or others, lots of things, right? Upgrades to the iPhone 7 and 7 Plus, the 7S and 7S Plus. And then there'll be one more thing. And that one more thing will be the iPhone X or iPhone Edition iPhone X for the anniversary of the iPhone 10 years. I don't think it'll be called the iPhone 8 because it feels weird to release two phones in the same... Anyway, I don't know. And I can't believe they're going to go all in on one device only. So I think there'll be three. That's just my gut feeling. And that iPhone X will be something very special. It'll, it'll be the one with these extra features. 
and it'll be much more expensive too. Raising the margin, raising raising the profit, you know, being good for Apple shareholders. That's what I think is going to happen, folks. That is what I think is going to happen. I've pretty much said the same thing for some time now. Um, and I think these uh, leaks or um, confirmations, whatever you want to call them, pretty much prove that. So really interesting times with Apple. And if you're a fan, I'd love to know what you think is going to happen. Uh, tweet me at Trevor Long or go to the website, uh, EFTM.com. We do it thanks to the good people at Trend Micro. You should be securing your journey to the cloud. And with Trend Micro, comprehensive protection can be obtained for up to six devices. Now, you could spend 150 bucks and get protection for six devices. That is a lot of devices. Now, it could be as little as $50 for two devices. Um, that'll get you some security on social media, fix and optimize your system, keep your kids safe online, protect against ransomware, and safeguard against email scams. But spend a little bit more, 80 bucks, and you'll get two to six devices, including a password manager, mobile security, and will work on both PCs and Macs. And if you need more devices in your home, you can get 24-7 support and six device uh, installation for 150 bucks. There are a range of options with Trend Micro. Um, the latest in anti-ransomware anti protection, blocking dangerous websites, shields your privacy on social media, safeguards your kids online and secures your PCs, Macs, Android and iOS devices, and even includes a password manager. Check out Trend Micro. Uh, premium security right now. Um, just search Trend Micro. Go to trendmicro.com.au. If you've got a question about technology, a problem with technology, happy to help you out. Uh, EFTM.com is the website. Go there, send me an email, try and help you out as best I can. G'day, Ben. Hey, Trev. How are you going? Good, mate. Long time no here. What's happening? Been a little while. Uh, mate, uh, just a quick question about garage doors mm. um, and uh, how we get them to open with our iPhone or our Android device. I've sort of been looking for a little a little while and can't find a simple solution. Do you know what? There's nothing in Australia. I'm just going to say straight Maybe. out, there's nothing in Australia. I had a thing. There was an Australian company called Garage Link. Uh, I remember writing about it. The review would still be on EFTM because oh, oh, it was so awesome to have this thing. It was plugs in, so PowerPoint into this little tiny box, you know, bigger than a, you know, maybe a couple of matchboxes. And then two cave, two wires come out of it and you open up the garage door controller and you just plug these wires in. I just solder them into where the existing wires go. And basically yep. then a Bluetooth connection opens and shuts the door. Now, there was no app for it. And they told me it was because Apple hadn't approved it or wouldn't approve it because it was, I don't know, so low volume or I couldn't work it out. But essentially, I can still use it. It's still right here next to me now. And if I open up my phone and go to Bluetooth, it shows Garage Link. And all I've got to do is have the um, the pin code, which is like the Bluetooth pairing code. And when, I, yep. when it pairs, it opens. Or when it pairs, it shuts. So the concept is very sound and simple. So bottom line, it can happen. The issue is where do you get them from now? I saw one called Garage Mate, and I think the website is bluemate.com. And it looks pretty much to me identical to what I've got, except they've got an app. So bluemate.com, um, you've got to make sure you've got a compatible garage door, um, automated door system. And the yeah, way to do yeah. that is is check that it's it's only got one button for open and shut. So there's not an open button and a shut button. If there is, it gets complicated. But if it's yeah, got a single yeah. button for open and shut and it's got like two wires and if you short those wires and the and the garage door goes up and down, bingo, it's a winner. It's like 50 bucks. You might yeah. end up paying 100 um, with Australian and shipping. Yeah. 
but that one works for me. And the other one I'd suggest, but I'm hard to get hold of, and I, I just don't sell them in Australia yet or haven't, is the Belkin Wemo Maker. Now, you've probably heard me talk about the Wemo lights before. I've got the switches in my house. I've got little plugs and things. But this yeah, Wemo yeah, Maker, yeah, this Wemo Maker is like a little box that you put beside anything, and then it's got, you know, little, um, I guess, little jumper slots you plug wires into, and so you can essentially wire up this to your garage door, and then they become part of your Wemo system. If you could get one of those, I reckon that's the ultimate, because then you've got genuine um, smart home access rather than just Bluetooth access. Yeah, yeah. It just sounds like such a, a simple thing to do, but it's so hard at the same time. And like, I reckon yeah. I reckon people or companies are um, reluctant to do it because, A, security. Like, they don't want to be the one that makes a thing that has someone's house get robbed, right? So, yeah. you know, I always, you know, I don't, I don't know about yours, but you can kind of engage and disengage the um, automatic uh, mechanism. So when we go away, I disengage yep. that because I don't want anyone hacking in, right? But in the end, yep. if you're using something that's Belkin Wemo or it's Bluetooth 4.0, man, it's it's completely safe. I'd prefer Bluetooth to internet because then, you know, you've got to be standing there to do it. But, you yep. know, man, if you want the full smart home experience, the Belkin Wemo is probably going to be the best thing you could buy if you can track one down on the internet, mate. Yeah, well, in the car solution, when you're there, you've got your clicker and you open and shut nicely. But I'm talking about when you're out in the backyard and I've got another another shed there with roller doors. Mm. And, um, and it's just be handy instead of going back inside to get the key, um, you know, where it's always locked away. Um, you just have your phone in your pocket, open the app up, touch ID, simple. Look at you. But, um, That's a winner. Mate, you've just now got to go. If you just if you just accept that you're not going to get one in Australia, and you're either going to um, find one via shipping or eBay or whatever, but uh, I mean, look closely. I'll be honest. The blue mate looks perfect to me because I actually had these people. I can't remember what they were called. Send me a couple, and I felt really awful when you sent me the email because I could have sent you one of these, but I literally threw it in the bin like two weeks ago. Um, I had a spare one, but. Mate, it's so complicated, this thing they sent me. It, it does what we want. It's Bluetooth and everything, but it also has a like a, a relay that detects whether it's open or shut and, you know, can oh, it's just too complicated. I just want the thing to open and shut. Done. <laughs> just That's all I want. So, um, yeah, if you can grab the, the Blue Mates or a Belkin Wemo Maker, uh, you'll be the king of the smart home or smart shed. Thanks, mate. I'll check those out. All right, buddy. Stay well, and uh, thanks for keeping in touch. Thanks, Trev. See you, mate. Good on you, mate. Uh, Ben's a long-time listener. I appreciate his support and, uh, and listening out there in uh, in regional New South Wales. If you've got a question like Ben, uh, jump on the blower. Go to the website, EFTM.com. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Now, while I was in the United States on the weekend, um, Tesla unveiled unveiled the, the Model 3 production car. Now, the Model 3 was a car they um, announced and showed mock-ups of, production mock-ups of around 500 days ago. And finally, it's hit production. It's now in the factory going through the production line. They made 30 of them. 50 actually, but 20 will be kept for Tesla's um, development purposes. But 30 of them were delivered to customers. There are 30 people who now own and drive a Tesla Model 3. The Model 3 is the hope of the site for Tesla. The Model S and the Model X are amazing vehicles, but very expensive. They lay the groundwork for Tesla, but they uh, don't create mass production that Tesla needs to become a viable car company. The Model 3, they hope, will produce 500,000 a year. Now, there's no plans uh, or date yet to announce when they're going to start making right-hand drive. And even after that, no date for, for which it will come to Australia. But we can assume that it won't be until around 2019. Now, I've got my name down for one. If by then I can afford one, 
that's a long time. That's a long time away. So I've got time to save, but I've also got time to consider whether or not it's what I want to own. Very interesting car because it's a, it's a smaller car. These are not luxury cars in luxury car terms. They are luxury in terms of, you know, they're better than a Corolla. Um, the the huge touchscreen interface in the middle of the Model Three is even more different to the Model S and X. Um, there's no dashboard on this thing. It's amazing. Thirty five thousand US dollars up to 44 depending on how much range you want um that's going to cost 50 60 65,000 Australian dollars and I'm not even sure that's good value I really don't know I'd be interested to see your views we talked about electric cars this morning on the today show it's it's a huge advanced area uh the United Kingdom has legislated that in 2040 no petrol or diesel cars will be sold it will be electric only um how will that impact on the car industry? What will the car industry be doing? Will other manufacturers catch up and go electric or will there be autonomous cars only by then? I mean, we just don't know. That is 23 years away. That's a bloody long time. But I've been doing this tech thing for 10 years. It's only twice that. So I'll be 60-something. I'll be turning 64-ish. When I get older, losing my hair. I've already lost that. But, you know, when I'm 64, this is a very exciting future we have ahead of us. You know, my kids will be 30. And, I mean, it's a, you, got, you can't even begin to put your head into the space that is that far ahead of, of time and wonder what it's going to mean. But the Tesla is, uh, you know, working very hard to be part of that future. So it'll be interesting to find out what goes on. Your Tech Life, episode 373. Get in touch. Go to the website, eftm.com. Send me a note. Get in touch on Twitter or Facebook. Happy to hear from you. And we do it all thanks to Alcatel. The Alcatel uh, U-series smartphones have hit the market. The U3, which is a $79 entry-level smartphone, um, is an affordable phone, easy to use, comfortable design, available in grey. It's a 4G phone. Uh, it's got the face show. It's got the selfie album. Um, it's got some really great features for a $79 phone. Then there's the U5, which is a $99 phone. Uh, again, fun and affordable. Five-inch display, 4G phone with those great camera features. And for 99 bucks, amazing price. So Vodafone has really gone all in with Alcatel here. The U3 available at Vodafone from August in $79. And the U5 available now for $99. Uh, great little products um, for those looking for a phone. First smartphone or first phone, maybe, just maybe, we found the ones for you from Vodafone. Uh, $79 and $99, the Alcatel U3 and U5. Check them out now at vodafone.com.au and search Alcatel U5. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, Your Tech, tech life. life with Trevor Long. Thank you for listening. If you've got a question about technology, doesn't matter what it is, just get in touch. Go to the website, eftm.com. Happy to help whenever I can. G'day, Tony. Trevor, how are you going? Really good, mate. What can I do for you? Uh, look, I was just looking at a couple of, uh, well, fairly cheap mobile phones. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a Galaxy J1, uh, J3, I think. Uh, we've currently got an Alcatel yep. Pixie. Yep. But uh, uh, I'm just, just wondering your opinion on uh, on those couple of phones. Actually. Mate, do you know what? I really love the phones that you can get now at really low prices. What's what's the upper price you want to pay for a, for a new mobile phone? Oh, look, only... I was really trying to get out of it for two or three hundred dollars. We buy them outright, but being yep. a bit of a luddite, I uh, really just use the phone for, for well, phone calls, texting, yep. and uh, probably a, a little bit of email. And that's about it. Let me put it to you this way: uh, at three hundred and twenty-nine dollars, 
the the Nokia 5 is available. Um, the Oppo A57. I'm just going to give you a few names here. You don't need to remember them because I'm just going to make a point. But um, there's a Z. Right. I'm just looking at JB Hi-Fi, by the way. Um, you go to Officeworks, you'll, you'll find the same thing. Um, when you start to get to 299, you got Huawei, you got Sony, you got Nokia 3, you've got LG's K8, and then 199 is the Samsung J1. Now, the J1 is a great phone. I really, really like it, um, mainly because it feels solid and, and well built. It feels like a Samsung. But, mate, every single one of the phones between the price of the Galaxy J1 and that kind of 330 price point up to the Nokia 5 are excellent. Like, really good phones. And I don't think you'd have a problem with any of them. Do you you take a lot of photos? What's the primary thing you do on them? Look, I really don't do much photography or anything. It's, uh, as I said, it's, it's... it's for phone calls, uh, uh, texting, and um, and emails mainly. I don't, we don't, uh, we don't even have easy, the uh, internet naps uh, to, yeah. to a great deal at all. So, so then, a fairly basic sort it, of phone. It, it is a real stretch for you to even need to spend more than two hundred dollars, mate. I would stick with the J one. Um, okay. Which telco are you with? Uh, Telstra. Okay, and but you buy outright. You're not on a plan. You live in a regional area, or is that why you're with Telstra? No, look, we. Oh gosh, we. I <laughs> don't oh, know. I guess it's 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 uh, sort of a, a bad habit, I suppose. You suck. Uh, you, you, you're with a mob, and uh, and that's where where we've stayed. But well, uh, we've always tended to uh, buy our phones outright. And you're a smart man for doing that. But the, I'm just going to make a simple point: whether it's with Telstra or Vodafone or Optus or Kogan or Amasim, you could probably save even more money by shopping around for that mobile deal every month. Okay. Yeah, we probably should. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, it's, well, how uh, much are you paying a month? We're on a oh crikey! Uh, it's all packaged in with the whole the whole home phone deal yeah. and everything. I think it's I think the the, the mobile it's only about fifty or sixty dollars a month, so it's a very basic plan. Mm. Yeah, how much data do you think you get on that plan? Ah, uh, which is probably why you don't use the internet either, because you don't don't feel that you've got an allowance for it. <laughs> But let me put it to you this way, okay? I'm with Vodafone. Yep. The other day, I was yep. looking at my plan, and I'm paying 65 bucks. I'm getting 8 gig plus a little bonus. And there was this message that said, do you want to upgrade? And I went, oh, well, let me have a look. I'm now paying $60 and getting, I don't even know how much. It's like 12 gigabytes. It's ridiculous. Mate, for what okay. you do, unlimited calls and texts and maybe a tiny bit of data, you should be paying 17 to $20 a month. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's 30 well, bucks a I, month that I you could be saving and whacking up against the Christmas dollars, mate. Okay? Sounds like a great idea. Thank you for your advice. I'll have to uh, get a bit diligent and have a bit of a look around. Take a, take half a day of your life, get it sorted and save some cash, mate, and uh, take your missus to dinner, all right? Good on you, Tony. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks very much and, and appreciate your help. No worries at all. And if you've got a question like Tony, just go to the website, EFTM.com. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, Your Tech, tech life. life with Trevor Long. That's a wrap, episode 373. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. We'll be back again next week. And then we have a bunch of travels ahead. I'll be intermittent and, and sporadic um, when I'm in New York uh, for what we think will be the Samsung Note 8 launch. Um, we'll try and get a show out then. Um, we'll definitely do one in IFA and Berlin. Um, I'll do, be doing video daily vlogs from there as well with Rob from Food, Wine, Dine. will be with me. Uh, and then, yeah, assuming it happens and assuming I get invited, probably be in San Francisco or San Jose or somewhere, or Cupertino would be my tip, is the next iPhone launch will be at Cupertino, at Apple Park, 
in the Steve Jobs Theatre. And it will be in some way represented by an X anniversary, 10 years, the iPhone. It's a very exciting month or so ahead. So thanks for joining me. Join me on the ride all the way through. Leave a rating at iTunes. Uh, tune into the radio show, Talking Technology, every weeknight at 8 o'clock in Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, and 6 o'clock in Perth on digital radio. Um, Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane on AM and on the website, talkinglifestyle.com.au. Get in touch, folks. Love hearing from you and uh, love having you download uh, Your Tech Life. Back again later in the week with two blokes talking tech. Get in touch anytime you like, folks. EFTM.com.